0: Today, we will be talking about Calvinism. In fact, this whole month we'll be talking about Calvinism. Calvinism, 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 Calvinism. If you're not frustrated already, uh, Calvinism. If you don't like um, that word, well, then more Calvinism. And if you don't like what that word represents, then more Calvinism. Enjoy, take care, and enjoy the Calvinism. Good day, everybody this is Zachary Kameen the Curious Christian and these are Curious Conversations. Oh, it is December 1st uh, 2020 and it is Advent season and it is snowing outside here in Michigan and what a glorious snowfall it is. Uh, in light of this Advent I figured that I would spend some time having you get to know uh, what I believe on certain things. Uh, if you've listened to this podcast more than just a couple episodes, you realize that um, I'm of some kind of Christian strain, that I am politically minded, that I am historically uh, acute, and uh, I am uh, humorously inept. Uh, that being said, uh, I am a Calvinist. Uh, what What is a Calvinist? Uh, if you are from a Catholic background, you probably have more idea what a Calvinist is. Um, in the negative sense, uh, part of ca- uh, Catholic teaching is to discuss the evils of uh, Calvinists. Uh, G.K. Chesterton was famous for making fun of Calvinists every fifth chance he got uh, famous Roman Catholic convert, uh, was not a fan of the Reformed tradition or Calvinist proper, and wanted, and seeing that uh, the Roman church is the uh, largest of the denominations, uh, I, and many of those who listen to my podcast are of a... Uh, Catholic persuasion, though I myself am not Catholic, uh, but I have a kind of, uh, I would call a Chestertonian Calvinism or a uh, Calvinistic Catholicism about me in that I am one who actually believes in the communion of saints, uh, but more on that later. Uh, Right now, I want to uh, discuss what do I believe when it comes to me saying that I am a Calvinist uh, proper. Uh, I attend a Presbyterian church, uh, though my pastor is well aware that I am not a uh, Presbyterian by conviction, and that uh, I am uh, Dutch Reformed by conviction. Uh, I used to attend Dutch Reformed church, and despite the fact that I live too far from that Dutch Reformed Church as of right now, um, I still hold to those same persuasions. Uh, I still enjoy the three forms of unity in my heart, uh, and those are the convictions, confessions that I uh, subscribe to. And so when, where the Presbyterian confessions agree upon, I agree upon and where they disagree, um, I disagree. Uh, so I, I'm making this point because I know at some point one of the elders in my church will hear this podcast and, or episode and I would like to say on the forefront that uh, the what I'll be pulling from during these uh, episodes, which should be many of them. Uh, we'll be pulling from the three forms of unity, namely, uh, well, we'll start with the Belgic Confession, which, flat uh, twist, is the largest uh, largest held Reformed Confession. Uh, a very large amount of people in the world hold to the Belgic Confession, and is the only internationally uh, Calvinistic confession uh, since the uh, Synod of Dort but it's fine and this is going way over my audience's head and it's fine Uh, this is just a cheap jab at my presbyterian friends that being said uh, when somebody who i'll talk to when they find out that i'm a calvinist uh, they'll be intrigued because of the way i talk Um, i'm a very kind person uh, at least in person i'm very Uh, flamboyant in my discussions in that I enjoy a lot of conversations, a lot of heated conversations that are full of laughter and joy and uh, push people to their uh, limits, Uh, even push myself to my limits. So, I try to love my neighbor as myself and since I push myself to my limits, I think why should I have all the fun and I push my neighbors too. Therefore, when somebody finds out, which you just did, that I am a Calvinist, um, by conviction, uh, if you are of a specific persuasion or upbringing, uh, that sends up red flags and you're probably going to turn off the podcast. Now, I'm not here to uh, make you believe in uh, the Calvinist tradition or the Reformed tradition, but I am here to convince you that I believe it, uh, and for those who are Calvinists, uh, lowercase C. I'm hoping to uh, help give you the make you capital C Calvinists, and again, I'll explain what I mean by that in probably later podcast. Uh, but if somebody says to me, you know, uh, I heard that Calvinists are um, wrong, absolutely wrong, uh, five points of Calvinism, blah blah blah. I I usually want to start with um, tell me which part of this is absolutely wrong. And then I say this. Uh, we believe or we all believe in our hearts and confess with our mouths that there is a single and simple spiritual being whom we call God. Eternal, incomprehensible, Invisible, unchangeable, infinite, almighty, completely wise, just, and good, and the overwhelming source of all good. Now tell me, which part of that is wrong? Now, if you talk to a Muslim, they'll say that the infinite part is wrong. If you talk to a deist, they'll say that the almighty part is wrong. If you talk to an open, theist, they'll say the completely um, wise part is all wrong. Uh, if you talk to an atheist, they'll say that the just and good part is wrong. If you talk to a tra- or transcendentalist, you'll, they'll say that in the, the incomprehensibility part is right, but that the uh, remainder part is uh, how, how can you? How can you know? Muslims will also say the unchangeability of God is wrong. Uh, Mo- Mormons would say that the spiritual being part is wrong. Uh, in fact, they'd say a few things on here wrong. Eternal part would be wrong. Um, so, a Calvinist, as myself, but mind you, this is an old document. This is a six, about a six hundred year old document, five hundred year old document. Uh, And what part of that that was said from 500 years ago would not be said by a Catholic today. Would not be said by any Protestant today. Would not be said by any Christian today. Uh, Full-heartedly Bible-believing or otherwise, uh, enough Sunday school would get you believing this. Or at least cursally. There's nobody here that would say that God isn't simple, Uh, except, you know, if somebody has the uh, understanding of simple as somebody's stupid, obviously God's not stupid, but unless you're open theist, then I guess anything's in the air. Uh, That being said, if we are Christians, then we believe these things. And since I am a Christian, I believe these things. Uh, The only thing that may get some people grumpy is just how simple it's stated. I know a lot of my Christian friends would say that that it's not pretty enough. But how hard is it to memorize that we believe in our hearts and confess with our mouths that there is a single and simple uh, spiritual being to whom we call God, eternal, incomprehensible, invisible, unchanging, infinite, almighty, completely wise, just and good, and the overflowing source of all good. You can you can memorize that in an hour or less. Uh, some some parts of the Catholic Catechism you can't even do that. I'll. Uh, I do want to say that this this uh, does not. Obviously, say anything about the Trinity that comes later, Uh, and so we will get into uh, Trinitarianism, which, of course, is a simple Christian doctrine. We'll be getting into all kinds of magical things. There's multiple uh, portions of this confession that are specifically about the scriptures, and so uh, it'll be. Um, I'll be touching on the the authority of the scriptures. What are the authoritative parts of the Bible? Um, the, what's called the apocryphal books, things like that. But for right now, uh, my brothers and sisters, can we at least agree that God is a single, simple spiritual being to whom we call God? If you if you speak other languages, you may say other things. If you're uh, a strict Latinist, you'll say uh, Deus. Uh, but if you're speaking English you'll be saying God. But this is what we say. And we know and when we say this it's it's a term. God is term is a term that we define. And we and we define it this way, my brothers and sisters. We we when we say God it it's a word that has definition. It's a word that's defined. It's not a word that we get to make up. It's an God is a person that is defined. If you say my name, you don't then get to create your idea of who you're referring to. I am me. And so when you say Zachary, you're referring to me. And when you say God, you're referring to him. Therefore, this is our God. Alright, guys take care I gotta get ready for work but tune in next time where we'll be talking about the means by which we know God I know it's very interesting uh, but it is interesting and you should listen in because you know podcasts and things um, and you need to know who God is because if you don't you're going to hell it's fine, it's fine. Calvinism but as always drink your coffee come to Jesus tune in next time take care my friends